Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Pursuing Jesus Podcast. My name is Shane Winnings, and this is episode 38. I've entitled this one, Turning Fear into Faith. And I want to talk about how to do this. Um, It's actually pretty easy. The Bible makes it pretty clear on how we are to respond in moments of fear. And faith is simply believing in something that you can't see. And so what we're going to find out is that as we declare truth in the face of doubt or in the face of fear, over time, we will overcome. And it's only by the power of God through the Holy Spirit that we can do this. We can't do it in our own flesh. We can't overcome anything in our own flesh. A, a, a human being versus a devil is going to be destroyed easily. But one Christian filled with the Spirit of God could take on all of hell because the Spirit of God lives in us and He has never been overcome. And so, as He always overcomes, we've been promised that we will always overcome as well. Now, part of that is understanding what it means that we will always overcome. It doesn't mean that things will play out perfectly the way that you see it in your mind. But it means that the end will always be for your good. You'll never be ashamed. That's what the Bible says. You will never be ashamed. So we need to hold on to that truth. And before we get into this, I want to thank you for listening. We're back. We're doing daily episodes. Streams are up. People are excited. I've been getting lots of uh, DMs just about the podcast. People are so thankful. And I'm thankful for each and every one of you that are listening Hey, I have an exciting announcement, and you guys on this podcast will be the first to hear. I have started a nonprofit organization called Overcomers. And what we're going to do is really, that's just going to be a ministry um, organization that I can funnel donations through and book events through and kind of put as the name of what we're doing. I'm not going to do anything differently, so to speak. But now when I want to plan a tour, it's not just going to be Shane Winning's tour, like go check out my Instagram page or something like that, even though I will still promote. I think it will just be a little bit more formal, a little bit more official, you know, Overcomer Ministries um, is putting on this event or, you know, whatever, something like that, something that the IRS can track um, and just make it an easier way for me to keep things very clean and very neat and tidy because, you know, when we're dealing with finances, when we're dealing with um, expenditures and stuff like that, I want to make sure that everything that's ministry related is running through overcomers. Everything personal is running through Shane Winnings and it's going to be much cleaner that way. But I'm just really excited to have a nonprofit. Um, I'm not going to like build some giant organization, you know, with tons of people in it. That's not my vision. You know, ideally, at one point, I would love to have an assistant uh, when the need arises and have a videographer, someone to take video and someone to edit. And that's about it. Um, I'm not looking to grow this. So, hey, if you know anyone who feels called to be a videographer, and they live in Texas or want to move to Texas, and they can support themselves, um, they would have to be fully funded fully supported financially and feel called to do videography for 
Overcomer Ministries. Um, and basically what we would do is evangelism, preaching, praying for people out in the streets, making content, stuff like that. They would be videoing, editing, all of that good stuff. But all of that to say, that is a new exciting thing. I'm going to begin building that out. And really, I also want to build a discipleship program. Um, I'm thinking about nine weeks and just have a a nine-week turnover. Bring in 10, 15, 20 guys, disciple them, send them off, bring in another group, and really grow people in their identity, who they are in Christ, and teach them how to overcome, just like I am doing through this podcast. And so, man, I'm so excited. If you want to give to support what we're doing, again, just because I'm starting this nonprofit, I don't work for anyone. I still work for myself. We're fully supported by donors, just like any nonprofit. It is only supported by donors. And so if you feel led to give and partner with our ministry, you could do that at the links in the description of this podcast or go to shanewinnings.com and hit the big give button. Um, I'll have everything set up for overcomers and giving here within the next month or so. I'm not very website savvy, so I'll have to work on that. But if you want to partner with us and help us, we're going to be raising money for events. I have a big event, uh, well, a tour that I would like to do next year. I haven't announced it yet. I'm still planning it, but I'm excited. We're going to have to fundraise for that. So help us do it. Help us make this next nationwide tour happen. So without further ado, that was six minutes of the intro, but hey, you got to hear an exciting announcement before anybody else. Let's talk about how to take fear and turn it into faith. You know, I wrote about this in depth in my devotional, I Will Always Overcome, and it literally, on the back, it says, from fear to faith in 63 days. 63 days is how long it takes to reprogram your brain. Science has figured this out. It was a Christian neuroscientist named Dr. Carolyn Leaf. 63 days to tear down neuropathways in your brain that are fear-based, or whatever they are, any neuropathway, any bad habit, any whatever, you can tear it down and replace it with something else, and it takes 63 days to do that. And so it's scientifically proven what the Bible says, that you can literally renew your mind. God gave us this ability. God created the brain to be able to be programmed and reprogrammed. That's why it's really important you guard your eyes and your heart and your ears and and what you're taking in. That's why it's called programs and programming on TV. You watch enough of it and it will actually shape and mold your brain. So what would happen if we spent 63 days in prayer straight? 63 years. I mean, think about this, guys. What would happen if we spent this time speaking truth and not allowing the things of the world, the things of the enemy to come in and shape and mold us. You might be able to watch something or listen to something and you can say things that I've heard like, oh, it's not affecting me, it's not changing me. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. And for most people, fear is a really big thing that you're walking through. So I want to teach you today how to overcome when it comes to fear. You know what we're going to do? I just thought of this. Let's let's take a page out of my devotional. We're going to go to day 21 and listen to what the title is. I am not afraid. 
I'm just going to read this quick three to five minute devotional. You can have a sample of what it would be like if you had this book. You can pick it up on my website, shanewinnings.com, or on Amazon for 10 bucks. 10 bucks on my website, 10 bucks on Amazon. You can get it on paperback, Kindle. I will always overcome. I'm not trying to make a fortune off of it. That's why it's 10 bucks. Listen to what I wrote here I am not afraid. Here's a biblical truth. For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. 2 Timothy 1.7 I said this, When faced with an intense situation that requires an immediate action, our body goes into the fight or flight mode. Our basic survival instincts take over and our minds and bodies do what they think needs to be done in order to keep us alive. This can be helpful at times, but detrimental in others. How would you feel if you were standing next to a police officer in a gas station and an armed gunman came in demanding money and the police officer ran away? It would be quite a scary situation for most because we know that it is the police who exist to stop this very kind of person. What do we do when our help is running for their own lives? When I served as a police officer in a dangerous city just south of Seattle, I was trained to run towards the danger, not away from it. As Christians, we have even greater help than police training or being armed with a weapon. We have the Holy Spirit. The psalmist said in Psalm 44 that he doesn't trust in his bow or his sword, but in God to save. How true this is. God is our help. He has given us power. He has given us love. We have no reason to fear. And he has equipped us with a sound mind, capable of making clear decisions without being overcome by emotions. Today, rest in the truth that whatever situation you are in, you can be at peace and respond with wisdom, not because of your own abilities, but because of the Spirit of God living within you. Here's the prayer. Father, I thank you today that you love me. I thank you for shaping me and molding me into the image of your Son. Thank you for choosing me long before the foundation of the world. You saw me, my unformed frame, and said yes to me. Thank you, God. I believe your word. I believe that I can trust in you. I repent of any time that I've allowed fear to have a place in my life. I repent for ever partnering with the lies of the enemy that would cause me to panic or have anxiety. I repent for not trusting you, and I thank you for leading me into truth today. I choose by faith to trust in you even when I can't see the outcome or the process to get there. I choose to believe what you've spoken through your word. You've never failed me, God. I've never been forsaken by you, and I know that I never will. Right now, in the name of Jesus Christ, I command every bit of fear that is trying to remain in my life to leave. God, I thank you that every evil and tormenting spirit that would bring fear has to go in the name of Jesus. I come out of agreement with fear and into agreement with peace and hope in you. I have the spirit of power, love, and a sound mind living inside of me, and I will always overcome. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Man, I feel encouraged, and I wasn't even dealing with fear. Now listen, this is how you win the war in your mind, because fear attacks your mind. You begin to scramble, you begin to wonder, you begin to fret and worry and try to figure out how things are going to happen or how you're going to do this or that or what if this happens. The way that you overcome fear is that you speak life and truth. That's it. Your brain wants to freak out. Your flesh wants to freak out. And when you're freaking out, you're not trusting God. When you're freaking out, you're not believing His Word. 
You're looking at what you can accomplish or what is you're facing in your own flesh, and you are not regarding the power of God at work in your life, what he's done, what he is doing, what he's going to do. So we need to take these neuro pathways, these thoughts of fear and worry and anxiety, and we do what the Bible says. We take it, we take it captive. Every thought that exalts itself against the knowledge of Christ, we take it and we make it obedient to him. That means we grab it, we tear it down, and we put it at his feet. And the way we do that is we don't let thoughts just fester in our minds. And we can't do this silently. I don't know about you, but me, I can't battle thoughts silently. I have to speak things out loud. And the way that you win a thought battle is with truth. You take the truth of God's word and you elevate it above your experience. Above what you're feeling, seeing, thinking, hearing, whatever. So when that fear comes in, you just pray. You make an exchange. This is how you win, right here, listen. You make an exchange. You exchange the fear, you exchange the worry, you exchange the lie, the anxiety, the pressure. You exchange it for truth. You exchange it for peace. So it might look like this. Maybe, let's say that you're, you're, you're tapped financially, you're struggling, paycheck to paycheck, you don't know if the next one's coming in. And all of a sudden, you begin to get these worrisome thoughts. All of a sudden, your confidence is gone. You begin to freak out. You're not sure if you're going to pay your bills. You're not sure if you're going to be able to feed your kids. You're not, whatever it is. Instead of running down that road, which doesn't feel good anyways, instead of just saying, oh God, please help me, please help me, God, I need to make this, I need to make that, you know I got to do this, that doesn't feel good either. Having faith is actually calling something that isn't as though it is already. You stand in that place and you say, Father, and listen, let me, let me preface it really quick with this. You don't have to feel this. That's sensual. Having faith doesn't mean like, you know, when Mario eats a mushroom and he like upsizes, you know, or when like Captain America took the serum and he like comes out and he's jacked, ready for war. That's not faith. That's sensual. Faith is when you stare something in the face and you see it for what it is, but God. So you say, Lord... I know you see what's going on. I know you see my bank account. You see my work. You see the paycheck not coming in. You see this situation, whatever it is. And it looks bad. It looks bad from where I'm at. I'm, I don't know how I'm going to make this happen. But I trust in you. I know that you'll provide. I know that you're a good father. You've never forsaken me. I know that you never will. And I'm trusting in you fully, God. I can't do this on my own, and I don't want to do it on my own. So I'm calling on you, Father. I believe that your promises over my life are not going to leave me here stranded. You haven't led me this far just to abandon me. And so I thank you, God, that something good is going to come from this. I continue to put my trust in you. Help me. Help me to beat down my flesh so that it stops having a voice in my life. I want truth, and I want your voice to be the only one that captures my attention. Father, I love you, and I trust in you in Jesus' name. Amen. That's it. 
Now, it could be much shorter, it could be much longer, but there needs to be an exchange. If another fear comes in, yeah, well, what about this? Father, I thank you that you see that, and you're going to speak to it. You're going to handle it. You're going to move in that situation. I fully trust in you, even though I don't have the answer. Thanks for loving me. Thanks for being for me. I give myself to you fully. I will not worry about this. In Jesus' name. What was that, a 10, 15-second prayer? You do this every single time these thoughts come in. Every time another thing comes in, whatever it is, you make it obedient to Christ and you stand in a place of faith. You do this, I'm telling you, after weeks, it gets much easier. And here's what else is going to happen. You are going to see victories. You're going to see God move in your life in ways that are incredible. And I'm sure if you've been a Christian for any amount of time or if you can look back and see in your life how God has moved, He's done some incredible things, hasn't he? The more that that happens, the more confidence you have in him. I've seen God do incredible things in the life of myself and in my wife. And I'll tell you what, it's not very hard for me to get in a place of faith. And it's not because I'm amazing, it's because God is faithful. And he's shown himself time and time again. So I don't need to get in this place of deep belief even though I do, and I need to stay on my knees humbly before him. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, when you have a history with someone, you believe more that it's going to happen. You believe more than when you first started out. When you first started out, maybe it was just 5% faith, and after a year or two of God moving in your life and being faithful, now you have 20% faith, and the longer you go, the more faith you're going to have, and by the time we're all old, I believe we're not even going to be freaking out about things. We're just going to say, I don't know what's going to happen, but I know God. I've been walking with Him for 60 years. He's going to take care of it. That's faith, and you can't fake that, and you can't get that only on a Sunday morning. you got to get in that prayer closet. you got to Form that relationship with the Lord. you got to spend time with Him so that you can know Him. But when those thoughts come in, you take the Word of God and you beat down every lie that's coming against you. Every bit of fear, every bit of anxiety, every bit of worry has to go. Amen? Hey, listen, if this helped you, would you share it? Copy the link or message it to someone, send it to some friends and family who deal with anxiety, say, hey, I think this can help you with your anxiety. Post it on your Instagram. Take a screenshot or take a screen recording. Tag me in it so I can repost it. Let's get the word out so that people can hear this short episode and maybe they will learn how to fight these battles simply by making an exchange. Hey, listen, again, I want to thank you for being a listener you can give at my website, shaneweenings.com. Just click give. Um, I want to thank you again for just being so supportive as we've launched this podcast in the last, few, uh, what is it, eight months now. It's incredible. You can continue to follow me on social media. I'm posting video content nearly every day um, on Instagram at shane.winnings or on YouTube at shanewinnings. You can just search for my name. And as always, we are going to pray for healing before we wrap this up. If you have an issue in your body, I simply want you to hover your hand over that place while I pray. Father, I thank you in Jesus' name for this person. I pray, God, that you would touch their body. Lord, you paid for them to be healed, and so right now in the name of Jesus, I command every issue 
every bit of pain, every limitation, every sickness, every diagnosis to leave right now in the name of Jesus. Be healed in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, thanks, guys, and we'll see you tomorrow.